This is The Analysis, a weekly examination of the culture in light of truth. I'm Deanna Huff. And I'm Mark DeMoss. Join us as we investigate and analyze the environment of the world where we live. We will be shedding the light of God's Word on the issues. And responding as Christians to influence followers of Jesus Christ to share the gospel with those around them. Hey, Deanna, we want to welcome back people listening to the analysis and uh, keep kind of talking holiday stuff. We mentioned that a little bit in our previous, uh, but here we are right at, right at Christmas time. Uh, people are in the thick of holiday celebrating. They've had Thanksgiving. They're getting ready for Christmas time. And uh, there's lights and there's songs and there's activity and all of these holiday parties that people are supposed to go to with work or church or school events. And sometimes we're going to those events and we're participating in those activities, but internally we're not experiencing the joy, the excitement, the thrill of the season like we at least see on everybody else's face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that can begin to be a burden in and of itself. Like, why aren't I experiencing this? Why aren't I feeling what they feel? Sometimes we know why. We're just walking in something really difficult. And, and we want to get out of the slump and we want to experience the, the joy of the season. But every time, every time we're confronted with anything going on with the holiday, it reminds us of our own darkness, really, that we're existing in when everything else seems to be about light. And, and we're going, man, if I, if, I, if I said what I was really feeling in this moment, I'd shut this party down. Uh, and so we want to just kind of talk about that today and know that there's people listening that feel it. And there's people listening that they're, they're in somebody's life that's feeling it. And they're going, I don't know what to do. Yeah, because sometimes people are struggling through things that is not being said. We don't know their story. They could have maybe either lost a spouse or maybe they've lost their finances for the year or maybe they've just got really bad memories of Christmas Mm -hmm. in the past and they don't even know what it means to celebrate because they're kind of celebrating in this secular Mm -hmm. way and they don't really understand what's going on. They have Hanukkah, Christmas, aren't all these just celebrations during the holiday season for people to buy one Mm. another gifts you hear people say the reason for the season is jesus and Mm. they don't really know what that means so there's all these different answers for why people might be feeling blue during the holidays Mm. down depressed or even anxious but it's a very real feeling that i think the church has the ability to speak to and i think the community to extend relationship with so that they can encourage and edify others yeah and and i think we want to think about and talk about the the whole person of it all because i think that's some of the challenge is um, if you're if you're in a spiritual setting, you're you're a believer, and you're attending a church, and you're feeling these things, you you have those feelings, and then you add on guilt because well, this is supposed to be about the birth of Jesus and this exciting time, and I'm not experiencing that. Um, or you're looking around going, it's supposed to be about that, but I see I see so many people caught up in the materialism of it that. They can't get out of it, and that de- 
oppresses and discourages you. And, and there's a sense of, I should be able to get out of this. I, I, know the, I know the truth and I know the reality and I should be able to get past this. And why, not, why can't I get past this? So you not only have your feelings of your fears or worries or depressions or anxiety or whatever it is, you're adding on guilt of, I shouldn't be this way. And, and sometimes that makes it even harder that you're, you're this Christian person and you, you, you know what's right and you can't, you can't get to the feeling that expresses the truth of what is right. Yeah, and I think that's absolutely right. That's why we see these movies that come out and songs that come out that express this discomfort or this lack of joy during the holidays, mm-hmm. right? And I, I think that it's important to look at because even when you look at movies like Scrooge, you know, we've mm-hmm. we've mentioned that before on yeah. here. And you think about how there are people who are without the ability to buy a lot of gifts, right? Mm-hmm. You you have this real poor community and you have rich communities as well. I mean, Ebenezer Scrooge himself had money enough, right? right. And yet you have someone with money enough, totally unhappy. Mm-hmm. You have Bob Cratchit who has no money, a son who has a crippled leg, needing surgery, and yet you see this joy about them. You mm-hmm. see his nephew who can't get married because he doesn't have enough money, and, and yet he has this joy about him. And I think for you know someone who's talking about the idea of just this materialistic thing that we have in our society, I think we do miss it when we get bogged down by those ideas and we lose sight that God has stepped into time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. To comfort, to bring a savior. Right. I mean, he is the savior coming for the world to right all these wrongs. And this is where you hear the song. I heard the bells. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You have this writer who who recognizes he, he's lost his wife and he has mm-hmm. all this discomfort. And yet somehow he is moving from. I am in a place of grief, and rightly so. I would be in a place of grief in his circumstances. And little by little, the warming of the heart to be able to recognize all is not lost because Jesus has come. So I I think these times are extremely difficult. And, And how to approach different people I think is is important for us to assess and and look at. Yeah, I, I, I was sitting, sitting there thinking about, you know, you're with somebody that maybe is going through a, a difficult season like that, and and we should want to include them still in in our festivities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there sometimes is a sense of, well, you know, they're hurting, they're not in the mood they won't enjoy themselves you know, yeah. and, and we don't include and we should want to include mm-hmm. and and realize that yeah they may not be feeling all that that we're feeling about the season because of something they're going through um, but we should want to include them and it is it is a you, you use the phrase little by little warming in the heart 
Uh, and we kind of want them to snap out of it, right? Yeah. And you don't always snap out of a situation. And, and in fact, the situation may be something that you're dreading that's coming and you're not even there yet. Right. right. It's going, you know, it's going to be a season. I think about people that uh, we would, we would know people that are about to enter cancer treatments. Mm-hmm. Um, that season is just beginning for them. Right. So how do, how do you help someone? How do we encourage people? How do they themselves get to the place where they can let the Holy Spirit warm the heart little by little it's not a, it's not a, I just need to get over this. Right. It's how do I walk? How do I continue to walk in this circumstance, but not lose faith, not doubt, not be crushed by my circumstances. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm thinking about that individual in those circumstances, uh, that, that we have to experience a patience and a long suffering with people who are hurting. And mm-hmm. so that, that's a, that's a word of challenge for the person that, listen, things aren't that bad for me. So I don't really want to be around these grumpy people at the holidays. Mm-hmm. And you're going, no, you may not be in that situation now, but you have been in the past or you will be in the future. Mm-hmm. And how, did, how how can you do that and not just long suffer? But what does that look like to long suffer with people? I, I think we want to help kind of guide that thought and conversation. Yeah, and a lot of times people who are really hurting and in a lot of grief over whatever the circumstances, because grief is grief, right? Mm-hmm. It's suffocating. Yeah, you you feel alone. You feel like you've done something wrong, even if you haven't. You feel like everybody has left you, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's so important for us to understand and see, even in the scriptures, as we were talking about earlier. You know, we were talking about Mary and Martha, and you can expand on this more, but we were talking about, I'm just going to concentrate here for a second on Mary, Mm -hmm. and just the whole idea of when her brother dies, you know, she's looking at Jesus and saying, you know, where were you? Yeah. And I think we feel that absence, Mm -hmm. even though God is with us, our feelings and our emotions are taking over in such a way. It's so important for us. And I, I want to touch on what you mentioned, and that is to keep inviting. They can say no, right. and that's okay. Right. Let them say no, but also invite. And I, I was thinking of the time a couple of years ago. Well, actually, it's been longer than two years ago now. My brother had lost his wife and it was something that was unexpected and I remember thinking this is just a travesty right Mm -hmm. and we were all grieving for the loss of her presence in our in our lives Mm -hmm. and two weeks after that my daughter graduated from high school and I wanted to call him and say, hey, you're, you're going through enough. Don't worry about it. And mm-hmm. I, I called him and I, I said, hey, how you doing? And we were talking on the phone. And he, he said, before I could even talk about it, he said, now I'm going to be there. What time is the dinner at? Mm-hmm. And I, I got to say that not only was I thinking, this is quite incredible that you would even do that for Lily. Right. But 
he he was thinking, you know, I, I still want to go. I still want to be a part. Yeah. And he was deeply hurting. Yeah. But him coming also did something to us. Yeah. Right? So it's not just that they're doing something or that you're doing something for them, but right. they're doing something for you spiritually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Great illustration. It's why we want to continue to invite people in their in their hurt and wound mm-hmm. into our world. And and you really do think, well, we're doing this for you. We're 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 helping you out. We're ministering to you. We're caring for you. Um, but the when you see a faithful saint do what's right in the midst of their suffering, there's nothing more encouraging to your own faith. Right? Oh, and you yeah. know, you hear people say that. Uh, I've seen too many circumstances where. Church members visit someone in the hospital that's really ill and they leave and go, man, I was so blessed by my visit. I went in to check on Mr. So-and-so or Miss So-and-so and and I got through the door and they go, hey, tell me how you're doing or tell me about your child. Isn't this like they were thinking about me and my life and I'm going, you're really sick, you know, and and though they ministered to me and and we see that over and over. And that's a, that's a great reminder and illustration. The reason we want to pull people in, it's an encouragement to our faith. And we are also still ministering to them. We are Mm -hmm. also including them. Um, I was also thinking about the fact that, you know, as you're using the personal illustration of your brother, which is really powerful, but um, he was doing something that's really important in the moment of grief. And that is, um, uh, continuing to live outside of yourself Mm -hmm. um, and figuring out a way to remember the things that other people are doing and experiencing and put yourself in it. You don't feel like it. I'm sure he wasn't like, I can't wait, you know, to go do this. But he, he determined I'm going to live outside of me. If I live inside of me, that's, we talked about darkness earlier. That's really dark. Yes. I've got to be I've got to be outside there and expose myself to these other things. And and that's scary. And mm-hmm. so I, I that's a huge step and anybody that is living in that moment I, I hope that's an encouragement and not an indictment. I don't want it to be like, well, why can't you be like that? Oh, right, right. Yeah, I want it to be an encouragement that that is the right attitude to take and to take the the spiritually courageous steps to go, you know what, I'm going to expose myself to other people and to these relationships and to these experiences um, because it, it will be it will be good for you. That's one of the ways the heart begins to be warmed. And it is slow. And so we don't expect that that if I'll just go, then I'll kind of get out of the funk. Uh-huh. No, you'll probably go right home back into the funk. Oh, yes. But you took a little of the edge off. You, you, your heart warmed a little bit. You were strengthened and encouraged for a season, and that adds up. And so uh, I think that's a good thing. But you were talking about Mary and Martha. Yeah. And um, what a great illustration that these two ladies are. Backstory. Uh, Mary and Martha, Jesus has a relationship with them and you see him with them when they're entertaining Jesus and the disciples in their home. And Martha is busy getting all the preparations made and begins to complain that Mary's just sitting at his feet. Like, why isn't she up helping me do all this stuff? And Jesus slightly rebukes Martha a little bit. Not that she shouldn't be busy serving. She was using her gifts 
to serve Jesus. And Mary was using gifts that she had to sit at Jesus' feet. And so like they were both doing good things, but we can be guilty of going, well, I'm so busy doing all these things and this Christian is only doing this. Well, time out, okay? They're probably doing what they're supposed to do. You know, and if they're not, the Holy Spirit will take care of that. So Jesus has to kind of settle that situation, but it shows the heart of these two ladies. Mm -hmm. I mean, their brother dies and Jesus shows up. Both ladies come to him. Martha meets Jesus first. And why weren't you here? Our brother died. You could have been here. You could have done something. Your brother's going to be raised. Mm -hmm. And he goes into this theological discussion about the resurrection with her. Brief, but uses theology. Mary comes to him and you said it. Well, why weren't you here? My brother died. You could have done something. Same feelings, but really a different emotion in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Jesus' response to Mary is he goes to the tomb and weeps. Just just enters into the tenderness. And I think we need to learn to strike that same balance with people that are hurting and grieving. Sometimes we need to speak truth and sometimes we need to emote with them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's both, but it's determining when to do both. And of course, Jesus knows perfectly. We know he's Jesus, but we have the Holy Spirit. So we pray and ask the Holy Spirit to guide us. Mm-hmm. Does this person need some theological backing? Do they need some scriptural truth? Do they need tenderness and love and presence and attention and a, a shared tear? And figuring that out is, is on us to do through the Holy Spirit. And I think, too, as we're talking about you know showing up, for people who are hurting, sometimes they won't always reach out. And I know you, you kind of got to know the personality of the people that you're working with a little bit, mm-hmm. but n- not always. You can always reach out and go by and get a gallon of ice cream, mm-hmm. show up on their doorstep and say, hey, uh, you want to share an ice cream together and just talk for a little bit or meet them for coffee, but yeah. let them have that opportunity to talk it out. And I know that... It's a really delicate balance about people and the way that they want to talk about things and how much information they want to share. Some people, you'll sit down and they'll share everything going on. Mm -hmm. And other people, they're they're like, I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about anything except this. I just want to be here in your presence. But I will tell you, my husband and I, we were talking to some friends of ours one time and I'll tell you sometimes just the presence of friends Mm -hmm. makes you feel like you're not alone and I think that that's how God uses us as human agents yeah he he uses us to comfort to pray with to weep with like you were talking about Mm -hmm. a second ago and it's so important for us to to be present and I think sometimes we don't really know what to do so we may just say I'm not going to say anything but that might come across more hurtful than just saying hey I know I know you're going through some really hard things right now and I just want you to know I'm thinking about you yeah yeah I think it is good to recognize that you're aware of of their hurt even if they don't want to talk about it I, I think that's always good um sometimes you feel like I if I can't get them to talk about it, I haven't done any good. Mm-hmm. And that's not always true. Sometimes they do need to talk about it. Sometimes they don't. Um, and there's some things that, um, like you said, some they want to talk about anything but that. It's really deep. They don't know what to do with it right now. 
Um, and they struggle with it internally enough that they don't want to drag it out on the table in that mm-hmm. moment and, and talk about it all and, and feel it all. And, and maybe some things that they're not ready to talk about yet and, and maybe shouldn't be ready to talk about yet. Um, and so uh, being sensitive to that, um, we know that stress and anxiety have been at an all-time high in our world. Yeah. And, and people are, some of it is overplayed and, and not as real as it, as it gets discussed. And we can get cynical about that. Yes. Everybody's stressed out, you know? Yeah. But some of it really is. And, and we, we need to understand the real pain of, of people's hurt and anxiety and, and their depression and their sadness and, and give them space for that, not to wallow in it, not to stay in it, but to give them the comfort that Jesus knows we feel this way because mm-hmm. he keeps commanding us about what to do, right, with worry and anxiety. He speaks into it. So he understands mm-hmm. our needs and our feelings in those moments. Moments, and we we need to give that space for people to be there, and point them to what what are the things we do to move on. We need to point them that direction because uh, it it is supposed to cause action, mm-hmm. right? Uh, anxiety isn't meant to drill a hole deep that you can't dig out of. I think it's supposed to move right. us. And I do think that we can be available in those areas, especially during this time, to be able to just say what is true, what is right, what is lovely. God has given us all these principles within his word Mm -hmm. to give life to people. And as we read and we encounter people, then we can be the agents that breathe that life back into them. And then when we need it, they can be that for us as well. Yeah, which goes back to the community aspect that, you know, we kind of started at this place of if you're a Christian, Jesus is supposed to be all that you need. And why can't I just cling to Jesus like everybody else is doing and get through this and power through my fear, my anxiety, my loss, my grief, whatever it may be. And uh, Jesus is sufficient. We don't deny that. But Jesus works through the common means of family and community and church and expects us to have those relationships and to bear one another's burdens. Yes. He commands us to do that. And so uh, he wants that. So it's okay that at times I'm laying burdens on you. Uh, and there's t- it's okay that at times you're laying burdens on me. We're supposed to help with each other's burdens. So, uh, And there's plenty of burdens to bear. So, <laughs> And some Christmases, you will walk through some Christmases and feel a little heavier mm-hmm. than others. And that's yeah. okay. Every yeah. Christmas may not necessarily feel like this. But if, if you yeah. are struggling with it at this time, let the word of God warm mm-hmm. your heart. Let the people in the body of Christ be there for you. Yeah. And as they reach out to you, accept that. And, you know, read good literature. Mm-hmm. Read, read things that will do those things in your life. Because strangely enough, God uses us as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, 
I hope that's a helpful conversation as we kind of close out this year and think about the holidays. Uh, Deanna, we want to thank those that listened to the analysis. We hope they'll join us again when we come back together in 2024. And wow. uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so and um, we'll keep some of these discussions alive in the next year uh, as we think about uh, people's lives and where they're going. And uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll tackle many more subjects as well. But thanks for listening to us. Thanks for the conversation. And we hope you have a blessed day.